Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Last Call for Adventure. We're so excited to be here. Definitely weren't talking about morbid things in the, <laughs> in the pregame waiting room. Always exciting, always fun. Uh, if I'm looking off camera a lot today, it's because my main monitor, um, it, it's not the HDMI switcher uh, battery is gone out of my remote. So I apologize. I'll be looking off in this direction today a lot, players. Um, welcome to our intrepid crew for so excited to be here with this band of absolute mad lads. Let's go around and meet them. We're going to start with you, Kraken. Who are you and who do you play? Hi, I'm Kraken. Um, I live stream on Twitch TV, Kraken, and I play Truffle Fungalhorn, who's uh, more or less a mushroom man. Um, we don't really know much about him or why he got mixed up in this uh, mess with these other miscreants, but he's along for the ride so far and loves mushrooms. That's, that's him. Thanks. Amazing. Momo? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Momo. Uh, I, I'm a streamer, <laughs> uh, on Twitch. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I play Weiss Eddart. She is a changeling, uh, she Tabaxi base. She, uh, holds a current visage of a Tabaxi. And she's just she's just a a kind-hearted, uh, sweet Southern Belle who has been swept up with the the this this rabble. How how terrible! Uh, I hope she can make it through. Amazing, Timac. Hi, I'm Tim Timac. Uh, I stream GTA RP on Twitch uh, most of the time. Play Ragnar Steelbrow, who's a dwarf barbarian, son of a corporate owner, naive backstabber. <laughs> Speaking of backstabbery, Strippin. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm a piece of shit called Strippin, and I play a piece of shit called Church. <laughs> oh, don't, oh, don't say that. What do you mean? I'm owning it. Church is a good guy. Stop. Yeah, yeah really when I guy. said speaking of backstabbing, I meant church, not you. <laughs> I play a, I play a, a human night rogue multiclasser uh, who um, is an assassin for hire. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ragnar's father was the hire. Will he be today? We'll see. <laughs> Fantastic. With that, we get into it. When we last left off, our crew had successfully navigated their ways out of pretty hefty prison sentences. Um, looking at my notes, um, Weiss uh, going to court was uh, found guilty of three counts of identity theft, uh, church, two counts money laundering, two counts industrial espionage, and Ragnar with three counts of evidence tampering two counts of witness intimidation. Pretty, pretty dark stuff. It was looking pretty hopeless for our crew. But using some familial connections, Ragnar was able to get Uncle Barney to help him out in return for undertaking an undercover quest. Now, if the cover is blown, all bets are off. 
But if our group manages to come out somewhat successful in return, they'll be granted some pretty good privileges, including the ability to carry out their sort of own guild operation on an island of their own. Throughout all of this, Ragnar also discovered that it was his own aunt who was testifying against him, maybe as some sort of backstabbing power grab. Uh, Since it is a family-run business, sometimes that means that the family doesn't always get along and other family members kind of want to uh, become the COO when the opportunity presents itself. When faced with the option of going north uh, to go undercover in Meridian Quarter or Company HQ, uh, instead, our party decided to actually go south first and try to catch uh, Auntie Steelbrow red-handed in a drug smuggling operation. That's I think that was everything that happened last episode. I'm really bad at recaps. I think that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> so it I'm very is vindictive. I had to go south. Listen, I love it. <laughs> I love going undercover in a drug ring. It's it's amazing. Oh, I forgot that's mm-hmm. what that entails. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, you, you misunderstood going, under going south is just traveling, man. No way. Yeah, he, he's just kind it's of a like, mouthful. oh, where are we going now? But There's yeah. layers to going south. The tourist layers. <laughs> Sell mushrooms on the road. Yeah. <laughs> you probably notice it first, Truffle. You're not in Kansas anymore, definitely not in, in truffle country anymore. As your carriage now, instead of a prison cart, it's a very welcome upgrade, mm-hmm. goes trundling down the cobblestone path uh, to a trade hub in the southernmost part of the continent. It gets unbearably hot. As you peek outside the windows, you actually start to see tumbleweeds, cactuses, um, in all different kinds of vibrant colors adorned with with tropical looking flowers of of all different hues that remind you of a sunset. And you make your way to a town called Rubina, which Ragnar, you've been told, is a major trading hub and transit center. Um Everyone give me two checks, uh, survival checks and history checks to determine what you know about the city and what shape you arrive in. Old. Oh, I already know the shape. Uh, it's a, in a ball. <laughs> uh, Truffle doesn't like uh, the lack of moisture and a dry place. He's, he's probably moaning like slowly oh, louder no. over the course of the trip where he's just like, Ooh. Oh God! Um, okay, let me make sure I rolled this right. The d- the death the death moans. Yeah, he's not happy. <laughs> uh, Whoops! Sorry, knocking my mugs against each other. <laughs> all right so we've got an 11 a 16 a 17 and 15 not bad so the 16 will be your group total 
as you step out of the carriage on the streets of Rubina, you're in, you know, better shape than expected. Truffle is probably most likely still in a ball. Uh, you all look a little disheveled from the travel, but you don't look uh, just outrightly wretched. Um, and let, okay, let's see it. So, Church, you would be the only person that knows this. Um, Rubina is a trade hub for um, a, a few different reasons. As you as you look out across the city streets, you notice it's a beautiful town with mostly marble buildings um, that kind of uh, stands like a like a jewel in a rocky backdrop uh, with with sun baked mountains kind of outlining the back of it. This town originally came to prominence because there are a number of ranchers nearby that ranch of all things insects uh there are beetle ranchers here um who use beetle shells to make everything from makeup to pigment for fabric um this place is also home to something called the sunset moth which once they shed their uh sort of cocoons during their transformation phase makes for pretty great wizard robes and you also know that there's also flail snail farmers nearby that are pretty great in using that secretion to make anti-magic uh, shields and things of that nature. Um, this place is also home to some of the most famous uh, silk weavers and um, textile artisans of the continent. And in the center of the sound uh, of the of the in the center of the city, you actually see a large, almost like coiling serpent-shaped forge where you know colored glass is made and exported, and thus this has become a huge trade center. Um, the small town is encircled by a, a man-made moat, which just makes the, the ferrying of various sundries even easier than usual. And you also know that this place is home to the trading alliance. Um, you have to be an alliance member to trade here. But and a lot of this is known to, to most of you. Church probably just knows a little bit more. Now, with that 14, the extra piece you know is that there's a gambling hall of ill repute also in the city called Gorgeous Max, run by a particularly surly orc where one has to be a member to go in. Gorgeous Mac is pretty much aware or abreast of everything that's going on and his city, as he calls it. And you know that some of the more nefarious traders tend to ply their trade in Gorgeous Max gambling halls. Okay. Um, the, a hot sort of like wind tumbles through the streets and makes it feel like it's baking the skin on your face or the hair on your face in your case, Momo. It's funny. and yeah, as you um, that's true, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and as you all collect your belongings, um, you see a few different trademark buildings, including the Trading Alliance headquarters, which have a large sandstone arch in front of them, adorned with two camels on each side and a reflecting pool just beyond it. People look at you a little bit strange just because you're dressed very different for the area, especially since most of the Alliance members wear the, the 
union sort of trademark colors of turquoise and red. So you get some side eyes kind of looking like you're from the northern part of the continent as you walk around. And uh, the people kind of dressed in almost see-through threadbare silks kind of look at you as though you're not uh, dressed for the region. But their eyes don't linger long as these are people who've built their trade off of being charismatic. There is a used car dealer air to the place. Is um, Someone actually offers to sell you an umbrella, Weiss, um, a turtle of rather small stature and a very shiny, almost pearlescent shell walks up to you and says, Oh, miss, you seem like you're so hot. Would you like this one compliments your skin perfectly? This one compliments your eyes perfectly. Wouldn't you like a lovely umbrella to get out of the sun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh, at first, Weiss probably doesn't even notice him. <laughs> and she looks around searching for the voice of, of this person who's approached her until finally her eyes look down. <laughs> at this total in front of her. Oh, yeah, it almost you. looks this looking up at you. <laughs> yeah, looking up at you, just kind of like see two v incredibly large eyes that are magnified through like Coke bottle spectacles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> this one's now, rather on the budget side. to purchase from you, how much would that cost? She starts like twirling the like furred part of her shoulder. <laughs> um, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> 13, fairly good. Um, yeah, you see the small uh being kind of consider for a moment. Mm. I suppose having such a fine lady carrying my wares about is rather good advertisement. Mm, okay, well, if I think of my hard cost versus my soft cost and then think of my return on my investment, um, I think I could let this one go for two gold. She's uh, she stands there, kind of twirling this fur, right, with this this like short manicured clawed finger as she listens to him and nods along with his his prattling, <laughs> and uh, she she pauses for a moment and then would reply, mm -hmm. "Oh, I am so very warm out here." Probably purchase such a fine umbrella from you for one gold and fifty silver. And let's wait. What is the conversion? Five silver, right? Because it's ten silver <laughs> yeah. to a gold. I'm yeah. sorry. I hate that it's ten <laughs> silver to a gold and not a no, hundred silver. My wow brain doesn't work this way. <laughs> No, I get it. I get one it. Gold I get. I get the conversion. Silver. I would have taken one gold and fifty silver too, to be honest. 
I also get confused. Um, <laughs> yeah, one gold and five silver. You see him take out like a small seashell abacus. <laughs> Beautiful. Is everyone else just watching this happen? This like it's really slow exchange with like cart yes. stuff. Yes. <laughs> While the midday sun is beating down on you. All right, truffle. Listen, I'll I'll give you do two for three. Don't do that shit. All right. <laughs> don't, don't look at traders. Don't speak to traders. <laughs> They're all trying to fucking shake you down. And if you give them the time of day, look, there's another one coming over now. They're gonna line up for her. <laughs> no. Truffle just looking and go, I need water. (laughs) Weiss is just eating it up. She's like, she loves the distraction that it gives her. Well, I don't really need two. Are you insinuating that that I need two to cover myself? And she just crosses her arms looking at him. (laughs) This little twirtle is like, I'm well for your. Um, fungal friend, he seems to be, um, wasting away. You're working with me, darling, not him. Um, one gold, um, six silver. Oh, now I knew there was a businessman in you, yeah. I'll take it. And she'd pull out... The the one gold and the silver for him. As you pull out the money in exchange, um, gives you a beautiful, almost made of thin waxed paper umbrella that resembles uh, the wings of a monarch butterfly in the design as you like kind of twirl it in your hands. As soon as that flash of coin happens, church, exactly like you predicted, Almost a line begins to form <laughs> of other merchants that are like, a fine glass of lemonade for the lady. No, thanks. See, now these I'm little wormy fuckers know that she's got coin. So now they're all going to queue up for a little bit of pie. Well, of course I do, church. What did you expect to find a lady like myself? I'm not interested. Thank you. <laughs> and she unfurled the, the like, unfurled the... What is rug? it? Finest, finest Rubina rugs. Finest Rubina rugs. You won't <laughs> find rugs like this anywhere. Shawls. Shawls. Better <laughs> than anything you'll find in Lufton. Summer shawls. Protect your beautiful skit fur from the heat. Spectacles. <laughs> spectacles. Right. Truffle, let's get you some water. You fuck off. You fuck off. You fuck off. <laughs> In the her new little umbrella, she walks up next to George. <laughs> yeah. You've created like quite quite a spectacle, <laughs> and so there's like make an intimidation check, Church. <laughs> uh, uh, seven. Yeah, <laughs> you are intimidating. But these people are very persistent. <laughs> they used to it. They don't care. Salesmen. Yeah. Yeah. They follow you as you, with your quick scanning eye, 
recognize the local watering hole. You know, you can find all sorts of beverages here, especially different kinds of juices, uh, cactus juice being the most popular. But you also know you could find a normal glass of water here, should you so wish. Right, get inside. It's the only reason they'll stop following us. As you usher the group inside, you're met with the soothing sound of water. As you notice, there is a thin channel kind of going alongside the outside or the perimeter, I should say, of this main sort of smoking lounge, kind of channeling cooling water through it. Um, It almost feels like you've entered air conditioning. The windows are not uh, what you would expect. They're almost like, um, how do you describe it? like uh, engraved work, if that makes sense, that allows the passage Mm. of air, but is more than just like a a hole in the wall. And uh, the floor is is very richly appointed with very soft, multi-layered rugs ahead of you. Um, The trickling water is kind of the only ambient sound in here as people talk in hushed whispers. And a thin aura almost of, of... of smoke or or fog kind of fills the room as you notice a lot of people are are smoking um, vapors out of out of cold bubbling uh, you know hookahs um, to kind of like. I was just about to ask if there was down. hookah. Yeah, yeah, tons of hookah. Um, the popular drinks are, like I said, usually nectars of various kind, mango, cactus, but they also have. Uh, like fresh spring water and mineral water, which oftentimes comes at a premium out here. As you enter, um, like you're not necessarily greeted by anyone um, and you kind of have like a moment to yourselves as the merchants kind of leave you in silence at the door. Truffle would dunk his head in the water immediately. (laughs) As you see water, he's like... Uh, there we go. Watch that. <laughs> As you dunk your head in the water, make a constitution save. Fuck! <laughs> it's acid. Oh, no. <laughs> acid. Uh, okay. Constitution. Uh-oh. <laughs> All those stats, I- huh? For what? <laughs> For what? As you dunk your head in the water, you realize almost too late that the stones that sort of like um, border this channel have been enchanted with some sort of frost magic to keep the water super cooled as it circulates throughout the room. At first, it feels refreshing, and then it feels less so. Then it feels like uh, biting into something very cold. It's it's the brain freeze of a lifetime. You stuck your head in a Take. coolant system. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> sure. would, it, like, would it like freeze to his like beard at all? <laughs> like like a like the snow miser? Like, oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So he's just, yeah. he's going to pull his head back out, turn over to you guys and be like, ah! <laughs> 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 it's like white snow beard. You take four points of frost damage. <laughs> and you probably look a little bit like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm imagining it. 
Yeah, I think Weiss would kind of put her, like, stop twirling the, the, um, what is the word? I keep forgetting it. Parasol. Umbrella. Yes, parasol. (laughs) On her (laughs) shoulder, and she'd kind of pause for a moment, almost like she was just taking it in comically, but, like, shakes her head out of it and goes, oh, bless your heart. And she'll walk over and press D so that it just melts off of his beard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Chick, you gotta be more careful he's just like shivering and like like kubrick staring forward like it's not like this place <laughs> so ragnar is probably just gonna be you know being part of the city watch he's just gonna he knows he's already getting himself in trouble so he's just gonna keep an eye out for anybody <laughs> that might have a problem with him already <laughs> yeah give him a blend in i this, i'm just i'm blend- so flabbergasted immediately of the way we arrived there's no way <laughs> yeah ragnar give me a perception check oh god not my best yep <laughs> yeah Never you cast a steely eye around the room and you're not able to discern who might be working for your for your aunt lavinia you know that she has quite a few traders in her fleet down here, but you're not quite sure what would set them apart since most of the Alliance traders tend to wear the same sort of colors and insignia. So the end result is you glowering around the room while Church probably tries to ponder how he's going to get you all to blend in. Church, is, he doesn't care. He's looking for, a, he's found a seating area. He's gesturing for hookah. And uh, he's going to order some some cactus juice for the group. Um, yeah, and then he finally eventually sees them all looking like ridiculous foreigners and uh, just sighs. <laughs> Come sit down, please. We stick any fucking more. Come on, little, you lovely little. little. Thing. She pushes Truffle towards the table. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still stunlocked a bit. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> funny. <laughs> we we all have those friends that you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As as the rest of the party like sort of takes their seats at a circular table in a corner um, with a little bit of like a privacy screen blocking only a part of it, uh, a waitress comes by like with one of the bubbling glasses with uh, multiple hoses for you to smoke from. Um, a vague melony scent kind of comes off of the billowing smoke from the top of this ornate glass piece, which is uh, shaped like a gin sort of in mid-dance pose. And um, she then lays out a tray of small earthen kind of pots shaped in, in um, a sort of flared, flared at the top, um, cool to the touch of chilled cactus water. It uh, this is the shit you drink, all right? Not that. Trouble's going to like, like poke a finger in it. And like, see if don't fucking put your finger in it. Just drink it. Does his finger freeze? No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's gonna be like a cat, like pick it up and just go like just like a little bit just in the water. And once it's like considered acceptable enough, then he's just gonna pour it over himself. Oh my god. Fuck sake, in your mouth, you no He looks content for the first time since he got here. He's just like Church will just grab the hookah and take like a long drawn. Ragno, do you know what your auntie's people look like? You got anything? Uh, I'd imagine they look somewhat like me. Oh, very fucking funny, <laughs> mate. You're a fucking comedian, you uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what she would look like or what kind of um, entourage she'd be like part of. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine it probably looks something like the people he's been dealing with at the lumber camp-ish. Yeah, you could definitely try to cast an eye around for anybody that you recognize. There are a few different places you could look. There's the marketplace, the sort of floating market. Um, You could, you tried to look around this space and didn't really immediately, no one stood out to you. You could also go and inquire at the Traders Alliance or. you know, uh, give this task to church since they were pretty good about asking around about a sort of um, uh, work that isn't above board. Um, probably. Uh, who's got the best perception? Because I am. <laughs> that's probably my one of my worst. Uh, that's uh, maybe me. I don't know. For wisdom, yeah. Maybe churchy. Um, well, I mean, we, right. we, if we're yeah. talking just raw stats, it's truffle. Yeah, yeah, true. You get truffle yeah, anything. I don't think I don't think Ragnar would have any confidence in him right now. You put, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <truffle? laughs> Why? Is the carrot juice in his head? Uh, no, he would definitely not have any confidence. I will give you this church since you kind of. I think we established in the last episode that you feigned that you didn't know that this was going on, but you did know the entire time. Yeah, you yeah. know that the street name for this, um, for these like basically uh, arcane flux crystals and to be in a usable form, you know that the street name is glass. You also know that not all of Lavinia's traders carry glass. There are some that peddle it, and there are some that are respectable, and it's be, and that's like part of her whole operation to hide it. All right. So the shit that they're peddling is called glass. That's the street name. So we need to find someone selling glass. All right. That sounds no solid enough. We're good. Okay. Which one of us so, do you think would be more interested looking if you had to make a guess, Chip? For glass? Yes. Huh. Oh, no, I mean, they sell it Surely to Surely not me. She, like, leans back with her cactus juice. Let's play the part. Uh, I mean, Truffle does look like he's on drugs. <laughs> Listen. This causes her to like. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll like nod in agreement, just like not. <laughs> this at all is like, yeah. 
Chuck will take a long drag of hookah. Listen, I've got a place. I can go and see a man about a dog. But I cannot bring you chuckle fucks. Not a chance. So, we can split up, try and find some glass, visit the trader's hub. Weiss, I trust that you can do your thing. Maybe we split up, meet back here in an hour, see what we've got. You're really suggesting to split, split up to the guy who just poured carrot juice over his head, but yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> He's desperate to get rid of Truffle. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> just leaving him to the wind. Truffle will, will ask really quietly, what animals are from here? What? What animals are from here? He's <laughs> just looking right in the eyes. What animals are from here? I don't know, mate. I have Fucking, no idea. Why don't you ask someone from here? Just turn to Ragnar. <laughs> what animals are from here? I don't know. Why don't you ask somebody around the around the room? Right, he'll walk to the closest person you can see. <laughs> yeah, it would be the probably most likely the waitress who's brought you a refill for your for your cactus juice. At seeing as how you've spilled it on yourself. Um, yeah. She's a tiefling that looks at you rather judgmentally, if I'm being honest, with okay. like pale blue skin. Ah, thank you. And I'm horns that are like um, <laughs> horns that are actually uh, binded back to like grow in a particular shape, something that's like right. unique to this area. Um, oh, as you pour cool. it over, yeah, as you pour it over your head, she's just kind of like looking at you awkwardly and goes, ah. Uh, are you um ill? Uh no. Um uh, well <clears throat> a little bit. Um anyway, what animals are from here? Uh oh you are interested in uh our culture? Yes. Hmm. I take it you're not from here. No. Ah <laughs> mm. oh, well, um, Rubina, she is famous for, uh, you know, mm, l- large uh, flying reptiles. Um, uh, venomous. Venomous scaled creatures uh, abound. Uh, as for things that are large and uh, furry, they typically can't take the heat. Okay. Yeah. I Most of our ranchers rear uh, insects. Insects. Like uh, mm. like like flies. Mm, flies do not provide anything of use. Little mushroom. Okay, I just asked if there were flies. I wasn't <laughs> debating their existence, but <laughs> thank you. I, I suppose there are flies, but not. We don't keep them intentionally. Definitely not in this establishment. Oh, yeah, I just meant like in general the area. I didn't mean like as pets. Although 
A flight? That's actually a cool idea. Bye, circus. Mm. Thank you. And he turns back around and goes back to the group. As you turn back around, the rest of you hear her mutter, Oh, he is from the circus. That explains that. <laughs> As she like carries your empty glasses away, kind of like thankfully. Judge will like give her a silver and be like, for your discretion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably one of the more strange encounters she's had this week. Right then. So, okay. looking for glass. Can I trust you all with this endeavor? Or should I just keep you in this room while I go? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I think we should stay comfortable in the town and meet the, meet the local folk and you uh, do what you have to do. All right. You go to the trader's hub. Try and find glass. Don't go to no pompous pricks, though, because they won't sell it. Go for the ones you think are shady. And if I happen to poke around a corner, I have some individual interests uh, while we're in the city, so don't look for me. (laughs) You're leaving me with him. No, far from it, far from it for me to hope that you might fucking help us with whatever we're doing. Look like ones. a baby. You do your own thing, wise, like you always fucking do. All right, and we'll meet you Why back. Wise, like narrows her eyes at church. It would be in the interest of the party. <laughs> oh, in the interest of the party, would it? Yeah. I think Truffle, as this conversation was happening, was like standing with the group, and then he went to stand with like. Weiss and Ragnar once it was clear that Church wasn't coming, and then he just went to stay next to Ragnar when it was clear that he wasn't going with Weiss. He's just like like a little kid standing next to each other. Ragnar just walks out. <laughs> Truffle would follow you. To his understanding, oh, this is... Fuck. What do you mean? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I gotta go with someone, guys, all right? Nope, nope. You can't leave no, this child like, unattended. She throws up her hands like, well, I said if! Oh, like traveling with amateurs. She'd walk now past that, her. Now that right here in an left, hour. Uh, Charles would be like, Weiss, I'm going to Gorgeous Max. I will see you in an hour. Yeah, she, she like leans, she stands up to leave and she leans into church. You're an asshole. You know that. And she like <laughs> rushes out the door. <laughs> All fluffed up. Church will like run his hand over his bald head. He does it to calm himself down from time to time and take a, like, a long drag of hookah, finish his cactus juice, throw some coins on the table, uh, and, uh, and we'll leave. How, many, how much silver would that have been for, uh, for our drinks? Drinks and hoops. Yeah. Yeah, you only owe half a gold. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. He, will, uh, he will head for uh, Gorgeous Max. Gorgeous Max is a somewhat legendary establishment around these parts, sort of uh, positioned on at the at the edge of the floating market. It is a massive uh, riverboat barge 
you hear the sounds of the music floating over on the glistening water to you before you even reach it. Uh, there's a ramp going up to the boat when it's not in motion. Really, it only like sort of undocks and takes a uh, takes a travel, you know, takes a little trip down the moat for special occasions. Most of the time, it just stays moored here, kind of heavily, like half submerged in the water, as it's far too large a vessel for um, a body of water uh, this shallow. Um, it's adorned with uh, wildflowers, kind of hanging in baskets uh, from these like regularly um, stationed, like sort of lanterns on hooks. And uh, as you approach the ramp going up, you're met by two burly guards that are just like membership. It's me. I don't need a fucking membership. Ah. Just tell Gordon. Are you on mate. the list? Yeah, she's here. I should be. Sure. Um. That's not on the list. <laughs> Since when is there a fucking list? There's always been a list. No, there isn't. Bollocks. Either you have a card or you're on the list. He'll like pat his pockets trying to see if he has anything. Uh, Alright. I'll be right back. <laughs> Left my card. <laughs> He's gonna move out of eyesight and I'm gonna wait to, for the next person that approaches this doorway and attempt to steal their card. <laughs> you leave the dragonborn guard you're talking to and kind of uh you know make down the way and there you see a very pompous uh looking uh loxodon uh with his uh with his wife kind of coming up and going Oh, I do so fancy a turn at the tables. Mm-hmm. I made quite rather a good amount of money on that last deal, and it's burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> the drinks are on me tonight, Sherry. Josh <laughs> is gonna like lean he's leaning one hand uh against the wall in like this this kind of narrow alleyway that they're heading down. Pretending he's like just finishing pissing. Uh, he's going to time <laughs> yeah. it so that he, like, as he does his flies, he stumbles backwards into this loxodon. As you stumble backwards into the loxodon, the woman uh, shrieks and is like, ah, Vagrancy! <laughs> and <laughs> the man is like, Ah, don't get your. Minutia on me, man, and like pushes <laughs> you back. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, I'll attempt to like search his pockets as he's pushing me back. See if I can, yeah, give me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Minutia, uh, Nat 2027. Ooh. Ooh. Nice, you take his fucking identity. 
take his membership card, you take the money that was burning a hole in his pocket, and you take his pocket watch, which shockingly has the Traders Alliance insignia on it. Let's go. You should be sorry. Keep your secretions to a designated area who just does that on a wall (laughs) when you've got a guy you've got to go he'll throw his hands up and like walk backwards and then just like leave he'll just go around the corner he'll probably wait like 10 minutes or so and then uh come back with his new card (laughs) yeah as you duck around the corner you hear um a, a bit of a row coming from the ramp up ahead. Wow, I am a frequent flyer. I'm a gold member here. I just, oh goodness. And you hear the wife dejectedly say, Well, you did say it was burning a hole in your pocket. I told you, you can't speak that kind of stuff into existence. Now, my life coach, she tells me (laughs) you have to envision the positive things in life. If you envision it burning a hole, and it just trails off like that, you hear them continue arguing. You can see his gold tooth through his grin as he's like going through the wallet, just out of earshot. They walk past, uh, too wealthy to really worry about the amount of money they've lost, and you've come into a cool 150 gold. Okay, that's... Yeah. I had 14 before this, it's great. Yeah, me bag. Yeah. As you come up the ramp again, once again, you are met by the glowering of the dragonborn you spoke to earlier, and their minotaur companion. I'm a card. You'll like flash it between two fingers. Takes it like a little bit unsure now. Yeah, don't you look fucking stupid now, eh? <laughs> yeah, top of the course. Guy as he's verifying your identity. <laughs> of course, uh, Rupert Rondell. Here's yeah. your card back. Mates, call me Robbie. I was going to say, you don't look much like a Rupert to me. All right. Well, you don't look like anything. <laughs> the fucking door, man. Oh my so God. open the door. <laughs> the dragonborn oh. cracks his knuckles and is just like, I'll be keeping an eye on you. As he like kind of waves you through. As he does make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. <laughs> uh, six. Oh. Yeah. As he waves, like, kind of gestures for you to go through very deftly with his tail, being a dragonborn, like, trips up one of your legs, causing you to fall flat on your face on the ramp. Oh, no. That's a fight. <laughs> it's... Have a nice time. I'll remember that. <laughs> Wags his finger at him and then walks inside. I hope you do. <laughs> when you walk inside, for such an unwholesome place, uh, 
the the gambling hall is rather well appointed. There are uh, tufted velvet uh, seats sort of uh, surrounding various games, everything from um, dragon dice uh, to roulette to, to all types of, you know, um, uh, different card games as well, poker. Um, there's a... a uh, there's a sort of like almost bevy of waitstaff kind of carrying out um, steaming cocktails of different kinds. And um, the sound in here is really what is just bl blaring. There is a band playing, but the shouting and hooting and hollering transcends all of it nearby, like just just a few tables uh, to the to the right of you. You see, an orc absolutely uh, dripping in silks, just like throwing gold coins around like, ah, ha, 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 big winner, big winner drinks on me. <laughs> and just like very loud, very large characters. And um, as you're kind of taking it all in, you're bumped into by a small gnome that's like, ew, broke, and like continues walking. <laughs> As she like makes contact with you. Oh, gross! I oh. Hate this place. oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, having been here before, you know that the lower deck is where Gorgeous Mac mm. does his more uh, black market dealings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's and heading you know for the lower deck. The upper deck. deck is the Gold Members Club. Although he looks at his membership, but he does have a Gold Members card. He's like. Maybe I'll just pop upstairs for just once. Old times. And uh he'll he'll go to the upper deck with his with his shiny gold member card. Mm -hmm. As, just have a butchers. Yeah. As you go up to the upper deck, um you are met with uh a, a beautiful scene. There's like these these misters kind of attached. That kind of gently fill the area with like this aromatic cooling mist. Um, it's a little bit quieter up here, and you know that the minimum buy-in for a table is thirty-five gold. And so here you have more serious uh, endeavors happening. There are a few sort of booths um, at different parts of the boat deck, and the wind up here feels nice and cool. Even and and the sun kind of is like filtered through this um, beautiful stained glass canopy that is above you. There's a string quartet playing in one corner. The flute kind of like uh, accentuates it, and and you notice that actually maybe that this is a famous flautist named Penelope von Garten who's come here from like very far away. Um, and uh, as you look around, you notice, like I said, that there's tables on the sides where people are like kind of drinking and eating and talking business and then more serious tables of like gambling happening. Okay. Uh, he would try and get close to the tables talking business and then mm -hmm. try and do a little bit of lip reading. See, uh, see if any of it is pertaining to his uh, desired... Uh information yeah as you stride over um and attempt to kind of like blend in and and read of you know what kind of what's happening we're gonna check back in with ragnar weiss and truffle great 
what are y'all up to? <clears throat> uh, pretty much, I think I think Ragnar's just kind of um, honestly, he's about, he's probably going to be uh, trying to figure a little bit out about Truffle. So uh, uh, he's going to ask Truffle. So, what do you need to know about the fauna in the area? With the what? What did you say? The fauna. The fauna. Meaning, like the, uh, like the. Oh, you're asking him about like some the animals. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, why do you like why? What do you want to oh. know about that? Because he's. I know he's always going to ask questions about things that seem like suspicious. Yeah. Mm. You say, well, um, there's a, a fair amount of uh, lizard creatures. And there's also a flying uh, kind of bird talon creature. Uh, and there's also a, a lot why? of bugs. Oh, um, <clears throat> I, I drew it. I could turn into them. I figured it would be helpful for reconnaissance. Oh, so um, I don't know. I guess uh, are there any traders that like... Uh, deal with any sort of like animals or plants or anything. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So then, I mean, I guess, well then let's go. I, I'll, Ragnar will suggest to go look for him. Oh, you want to sell me to a zoo? No, <laughs> that's going to be useful. Maybe we could find some for you. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. we'll go. We'll Lights would scrattle up next to next to them. No, we would never sell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank <laughs> you. It depends on the price. No, she like <laughs> tap at his shoulder. His his eyes would go wide, and his kind of smile falls at that. And he's, he takes it seriously. <laughs> this is a real threat now. Mm-hmm. As um, you're joking about selling truffle, um, your uh, valet, I should say, for lack of a better word, vice comes up and is like, uh, I have procured uh, your lodgings and uh, I've taken the liberty of taking your belongings and uh, putting them at uh, the best inn in town. Mm. Contractually, I think uh, this is a uh, um, business expense. You should be able to get it covered by this uh, uh, Barnabas. Agreed. Um, kind of like taking a note of the total and like, you know, the receipt and folding it carefully into like a little parchment uh, envelope. You know how like when you fold the paper onto itself so that it becomes an envelope, like in that style and like placing it carefully in his uh, breast pocket. Uh, Do you have uh, anything else you would like me to undertake while I am here? Well, she, as they're walking along, uh, Mm. She'll lean down to speak with them. I may require you to make sure that things are well taken care of there at the uh, at the inn. 
And uh, you can find, perhaps, any uh, know-how, how we could secure, and she leans in some glass. I would very much like that. Mmm, well, I have... Uh... I get madame what she needs, so I will, uh, I will do this for you. Oh, thank you so very much. You want me to, uh, leave it in your quarters? Yes? <laughs> she, like, pauses. Well, um, I was kind of hoping... To buy it myself. Oh. Madame. You don't need to do this. I will I will take it upon myself. I will be the one to blame if uh, if <laughs> someone is caught. No, I do not judge. But uh, we cannot have your reputation tarnished as some glass head. No, no, no. Of course. Um, can kind of Truffle, pauses of breathing in. <laughs> would Truffle be able to overhear any of this, or is this like whispers? Yeah, you can make a perception check to try. try to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's um wants to make. Oh my god! He doesn't want to get sold to a zoo, so he's trying to <laughs> prove his usefulness. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So I think he would overhear this conversation. Mm-hmm. He would like slow down a little bit to kind of join them. And then he would look up at them and say, actually, the glass is for me. And then he would look at Weiss and then try to wink, but not really <laughs> do it right. So just blink slowly with his eyes and like just stare. Right. Yes, it is. And she'd pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> This like mm. soft and deft hand. He's like waiting to see if the lie worked. He doesn't really know what the protocol is with lying, so he's he's like not, he doesn't know what's gonna happen next. Yeah, much like a concierge at a high end hotel, uh, Philippe is trained to not ask questions or judge and make things happen. So uh, hearing this, he's like, mm. oh well. I will uh I will ask some of my contacts at the inn uh see what I can find out. I am sure amongst our patrons you are, you Mr. Fungal are not the first person to make such a request. Mm. Yes, glass is very pretty. Ah. <laughs> I would not know. Mm. <laughs> Just he kind of like shuffles away and you get the sense. Actually, Weiss, you get the sense that Philippe does not particularly enjoy being around <laughs> trouble. You <laughs> <laughs> like subconsciously every time he's around truffle, you just notice he subconsciously starts like dusting himself. Almost by proxy, especially considering that, like, 
Truffle kind of creates little rings of mushrooms wherever he goes. You just kind of notice he's like. Yeah, he's basically um, uh, from the, the, the peanuts, the dustpan, right? What's what that kid name? <laughs> yeah, Pigpen. Pigpen, yeah. He's Pigpen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time Truffle is in proximity, he just kind of starts uh, dusting off his, his uh, clothing subconsciously. Uh, when he's out of sight, uh, or your uh, Trouble's gonna look up to Weiss and be like, "Why did you want glass again?" Chug. It's the whole reason we're looking around, looking for, for glass people blowers. who sell it. No, oh my sweet. <laughs> oh Lord. <clears throat> I'm going to be turned to religion after this. Um, no, sugar. <laughs> it's a drug. <laughs> she, like, oh. whispers to him. Okay, I can get drugs. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be mighty fun. Do you have the ability to be discreet? <laughs> he thinks really hard. No. <laughs> Oh, okay. <clears throat> I could try. Uh, right, Arl Stephen Weiss, I think you probably should take care of that. All right. I see too much risk in this one. Now, that's not very fair. We don't even know him very well, do we? Uh, and she, like, well. turns to him like he's, like, a little, a little pet. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm a little guy. <laughs> Please don't sell me. We're not going to sell you. As as you say this, Ragnar. A rather shady looking halfling with like eyebrows that are curled and a mustache that is curled to match, like kind of nudges you and goes, You selling? (laughs) (laughs) Psychedelics Uh, go for a lot around here. Mushrooms, we don't, we can't grow them. You selling? uh, Selling your little, your little uh, shroom there? uh, Maybe not the, the little man, but uh, maybe he has something for you. Mm, what kind of what kind of mushrooms you got, little man? Uh, all sorts. But you got you, you got reishi mushrooms. You got uh, you got uh, healing mushrooms. You got yellow buttons in there. You got butterhorns. What kind of what kind of little mushrooms you got, little man? <laughs> so he would know all these words. Um, you probably have some of those too. I mean, I don't know. You tell me what. Is he a drug dealing? Oh yeah. No, th- a I lot of these are like. Yeah, medicinal, medicinal herbs. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, he'd, he'd used have in like teas. He'd be like, "Oh, sure, take a whiff." Yeah, he takes out his satchel and holds it up. Oh wow! You just you just grow these? Yeah. <laughs> add, 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 you just you just how many can grow? Uh, how much space do you need? How much space do you need? Turns back to you, Ragnar. I'll give you two hundred for the little guy. Uh, <laughs> he's not for sale. 
If you want some of his wares, you can look at them, but not him himself. <sighs> I don't know how these are going to keep without your little magical bag there. Okay, okay, okay. Tell you what, tell you what. I'll give you 80 for the bag. No. Why not? It's a really good deal. <laughs> you can just get I'll another give... one. <sighs> yeah, this one has sentimental value. I could go with this. Can't eat since... sentiment. I mean, you could try. You're you just gonna pick sentiment. one. You can't eat sentiment. You can't sleep on top of sentiment. Weiss would step yeah, you in. can. He said it's not for sale. Move along. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Think about it. Rag Ragnar's gonna be like. Maybe a little sample for some information. And then, say, you know, kind of nudge him and, you know, maybe because now, now Truffle should know what he's, you know, dealing with here with seeing as their conversation with Weiss. I was like, and then he'll nudge Truffle. Oh. He, he'll, I guess, go to, back to the shady dude and he's like, I'll give you a sampler or some glass. Whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa,whoa
<laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, like another man work. walking by with his hat, like tips his hat and goes, sir, <laughs> like you're getting like sirred now. <laughs> oh, God. Weiss is going to attempt to detach from the officer yeah, dude, group. Church is going to come back like, guys, we're in. And we're just like already <laughs> flagged as safe. <laughs> I'm going to go um, shop for some things we need. <laughs> She'll back away. Don't get Truffle sold, will, like, Truffle. He's, standing, <laughs> he's like standing in between the both of you, like waiting to see which one's going to like invite him and then once it's clear it's not wise he just turns around and stares at ragnar (laughs) (laughs) i know we'll we'll probably uh there's i'll I'll just keep looking around for some sort of like animal or insect shopkeeper Mm -hmm. something somewhere and yeah we are gonna sell truffle (laughs) we're just gonna do sell me as an animal as you're walking around through the different market stalls, kind of in the opposite direction of Weiss. Eventually, you do stumble across that part of the market that deals in some of the more lucrative trades uh, in, in Rubina. You see cages of moths. You see a small pterodactyl um, in, a, in a sort of like circular cage. Um, and you see a few supposedly trained monitor lizards uh, kind of like flipping their tongues out through through um, you know these bamboo cages that you wonder if they could break if they decided to. Um, you see beautiful snakes in jeweled colors um, being sold almost as accessories. And now, as you're noticing, like even the proprietor of the shop is wearing one, almost like a scarf. And you see um, scarabs. Uh, that are sold for every purpose from their ability to attack and poison people uh, to the their shells, which are oftentimes ground up and used as makeup around these parts. Um, the buzzing and humming and cawing of the different tropical birds in this area is almost too much for your senses. And, and Truffle, this is probably like the most colorful market and bustling market you've you've ever been in um as you're kind of wandering uh through the different stalls ragnar um you feel like a little like flick near your ankle and realize like you're standing next to um a little cage that has like chameleons in it and one of them like kind of like reaches out its tongue and like laps at your at your ankle and then kind of like flicks back (laughs) And it's about the size of like a small corgi. <laughs> so it's like rather large. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, I don't know. Ragnar is like, he's stubborn. So he'll just kind of kick his foot away from it and keep, uh, <laughs> keep like kind of usher Truffle a little bit away from it. But uh, we'll kind of look at Truffle and be like, great. any of this useful for you? Yeah. I didn't realize so many life was here. I love that so many life. (laughs) (laughs) Any of those cages big enough for you? Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I'm just joking. Yeah, see if you can find something useful. I mean, I can transform into these, most of these things, but I don't know how that's going to help us find any. He whispers it to the point where you can barely hear him. 
class. It's like afraid to say the word now. <laughs> Why don't you just say what we're looking for? <laughs> uh, wait, really? You want to just ask them? No, 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 no. I was just saying, <laughs> when you're talking to me, don't even mention the word. Oh, what do I call it? Say the thing we're looking for. Glass. Yes, that, that's <laughs> oh, it. Yes, go go ahead. Try to f- find something useful to make okay. this work. <laughs> he goes up to uh, to I guess one of the animal vendors. He's like, "Where'd you get them?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the vendor is a kenku who's like uh, wearing like a little bit of a veil over their beak that like hangs down and has bells at the bottom. And um, they're adorned in like those same turquoise and red silks. And um, as you ask this question, they kind of like clack their beak a little bit and then respond, well, I couldn't tell you that and give away my trade secret. Okay. It goes back to Ragnar. No dice. <laughs> and just to clarify, when you ask, like, where'd you get them? Are you asking about, like, the chameleons? I think he just means in general, like, where are all these creatures from? Um, ah, gotcha. But, yeah, I guess he would stick around longer and he would be like, I just, I've never seen such variety. It's, it's a lot to manage, I imagine. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) She seems like genuinely flattered by your compliment because most people come here and haggle with her about price. Don't tell her that she's doing a good job. She um, takes a moment and then is like, why? Thank you. Um... I have an interest in the natural world. She like takes a wing and kind of like gestures it towards the cages. Um, Would- I believe that symbiosis is the key to the preservation and study of my friends. And then she take like takes a wing and kind of gently strokes one of the snakes in an enclosure. He's he's gonna be like me too. He, it actually fits with his beliefs, so he's he's chill with that. Um, would he would Truffle recognize that it's very rare for a Kenku to be able to speak without like mimicking sounds? I don't know if that yeah is under his experience. A hundred percent, and um, I think like Truffle would also probably pick up that there is um, like a wavering. In that, mm. uh, like that effort. kind of betrays like where she's picked up like bits of speaking from. Oh, so each of these words is actually mimicked from different conversations. Still, it's just yes. she's been around long enough that she's got like every mm-hmm. word. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, being a trader as well. There's like, yeah. Um, a mix of accents and stuff like that, but you also notice she has to like search for the right words. That's so cool. I love Kenkus. That's great. Um, yeah, I think he would just be like, uh, I, 
I also uh, facilitate ecosystems, and he's going to bring out his satchel because he's he's found a friend and he wants to show them his line of work. It's like luck. Mm-hmm. He shows like all these different mushrooms and bacteria growing within his um his backpack. Yeah. Um. To your surprise, you notice like her eyes light up a little bit, like the amber of them showing a little bit more than before. And um, she carefully like, like uh, kind of draws a line on the striations of one of the larger mushrooms and goes, oh, I've never seen this coloration. I don't think these are from here. Um. His eyes will go wide for a second, and he'll kind of like impulsively pull it back, kind of maybe quicker than he should, and go, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not from here. Would you like one? Oh, she like puts her like hands on her heart a little bit. I would love one. Uh, he'll pick one of his more uh, exotic mushrooms, uh, maybe like, I don't know, bright colored one, and uh, hand it over and just offer for free. Yeah, she takes it with like reverence and it says, this is as beautiful as a flower. And she like places it kind of like, she doesn't have ears but places it like tucked into the side of her veil. So it adorns the side of her face. Thank yeah. you, little one. Yeah. Thank you. And he'll just kind of stand there. He doesn't really know what to do next. <laughs> Looks back to Ragnar. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I think, I don't, I don't know. So Ragnar is going to kind of, um, He's going to kind of look around. He doesn't know anything about this, but he's, you know, trying to just figure out if we can get information through this somehow and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of whisper over to Truffle and be like, is there anything that might be kind of uh, useful to observe the area? Find out some information about this place. Oh, okay. Uh, he's going to turn back. We're not from here. and. Where would uh, we go to be from here? Where would we I'm trying to think of how to say this without saying what he he's not good at, like, making stuff up. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, maybe maybe a creature that could help you with that. Well, uh, <laughs> do you have a creature that would help us be from here? What does that mean? He looks back to you. I don't know what they, what do you mean by that? I don't know. Something that could get a lay of the land. You said you can uh turn into these. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll tell her that. <laughs> Turns back. Oh, you okay. So I'm a druid. <laughs> it says, uh, I can turn would, into you would have an idea of like kind of the subtleties of it, but not like I mean, please. <laughs> It'll just be so frustrated just to like kind of walk away. <laughs> I feel like disappointed in a kid at a little league game. Like, ah. You like you, you cued him up and then gave him like he just fucking he doesn't know what he's doing. He's gonna be like, 
what which of these creatures is most native to here? Hmm. Well, I've acquired all of my swarms from the area. What are you looking to do? Mm. Blend in. Ah. Mm. He says, it's not easy for me to blend in. He means that. He's a little sad. Yeah. She notices and uh, like contemplates for a moment and then says, um, I have found that blending in means accepting, uh, being mundane and I feel you are far from mundane. Aww. <laughs> I this is sweet. I, I he's made a friend now. More honestly than more than his own party. He might just stay with this person. This is great. <laughs> well, I agree, to be honest. And I prefer it that way. But I'm here on a job, technically, and I'm supposed to blend in. So, at least for now. Um, your job requires subterfuge. Or at least subtlety. I'm not really good at it, as you could probably tell. Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, um... I think I have something that you might be able to have help you on your journey. Oh? What what is it? And You'll like whisper. She like whistles uh, the way only a bird can and uh, trotting out of the back comes a very small, very fuzzy chameleon uh, that seamlessly, yeah, that seamlessly shifts colors between like earthen to pastel, almost like meld in with the floor. And um, she picks it up and then like kind of almost like holding a cat uh, extends it towards you. For me? Hmm. He'll he'll hold the little chameleon baby. (laughs) He'll be like, what's his name? (laughs) Well, with the puppies, I don't name them. Otherwise, I would get attached. What's your name? Ah. My name is Fen X. They call me Fen. I named this Fen. Oh, and she like gets like kind of like some color rises in her cheek feathers. How how can I pay for this? 
Would you like more mushrooms? Oh, I would love some. I I think your fen can help you. Uh, he's very good at hiding and um finding things for your job. Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't know what to say. Um. Uh, I, you have made a friend in truffle fungal horn from now until the end of time. Thank you <laughs> a million times over. <laughs> so awkward. He like so declares, cute. yeah, like it's a, like it's a, <laughs> it's a bond now. He's, he said it. Yeah, I take your friendship uh, as payment. Yes. Uh, oh take, my God, my take good care of the little one, and she like gives it one little last pat on the head. Thank you, Fed. I will raise it as my own. <laughs> If you ever need me, plant this mushroom, and he'll give her a mushroom. (laughs) I will feel it in the soil, and I will come. (laughs) She takes it. That's a thing he can do, but he'll... (laughs) Yeah, carefully. (laughs) And put it amongst her belongings. And Ragnar, the way this looks to Mm. you is like Truffle has walked away from the pet store with a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you you see two mushrooms and then get a puppy. <laughs> okay, so he'll he'll see that and kind of come back and be like, "Are you done here?" And this is Finn. He's gonna hold Finn up like you know <laughs> to to Ragnar. Okay, uh, and how is it useful? Um, apparently, Finn's very good at blending in and finding things, and he's very cute. Oh, yeah, Truffle, give me a nature check or animal handling. Okay. Oh, no. Ugh. Yeah, you're having a hard time, like, juggling it in your hands because it has, like, that puppy energy. Yeah. And it's, with its long tongue, is like, grabbing... Uh, mushrooms from your bag and like kind of pulling them into its mouth and Uh as it's devouring a great deal of them you do notice that it is almost like like a bloodhound like attuned to certain smells and so it just like kind of is able to as you're like holding it with one arm it just like slips under the other arm like grabbing three more mushrooms and then grabbing another four and some of your most priceless uh, heirloom mushrooms are being devoured with great haste. Oh no! He's just going like ah, he's a squirmy little guy. He's like trying to trying to get him. Um, I, yeah, sorry, I'm still I'm still trying to get familiar. You know, I, there's a whole period of you had a with a new animal. You know, getting attuned to each other. It's a thing. Uh, anyway, what are we Gosh. doing? 
Should we have some sort of uh, container for him? Container. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll look around for like a small cage just to be able to carry him around in or something so he stops getting, you know, out of control. Yeah. You you see like a discarded basket nearby that at one point probably contained onions or some such. Okay, I guess I'll just pick that up and kind of walk over it. It does have a lid. You know, it's like a oh. little wicker lid, but yeah. Oh, nice. Even better, yeah. I'm going to hand it over to Truffles. You know, use this. Uh, okay, okay. And he'll scoop Finn into the the uh, the onion basket and under the lid just be like, it's only temporary until we can practice more, okay? And then he'll like grab some of the more edible mushrooms he's got and, and sprinkle them in there. So he's got like a little, by the way, is this chameleon a, a male or a female? I just assumed. So. Um, I don't think, uh, I don't think Fen ever checked. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't think yeah, he knows no. either. So he's just going to call a little guy for now. Yeah. Um, as you like put the lid on the wicker, you feel it like every once in a while as like the <laughs> small chameleon is like bumping against whatever's holding the lid down, like kind of impatiently. Yeah. Truffle will like poke his big nose in there once in a while to like reassure the little guy that they're not <laughs> in a, a void. Um, but uh, otherwise we'll just follow Ragnar and try to, Keep it, keep his excitement contained. Mm -hmm. uh, As you make your way, oh yes, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I, go ahead. That's fine. I was, I was gonna say we're gonna go look for a Weiss at this point to see what she's doing. Yeah, for sure. As you make your way through the market looking for Weiss, that'll be where we take our first break, and we'll also check back in with Church and see how the excursions aboard the riverboat are going. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for Last Call for Adventure. We'll be right back. Stretch your legs and get some water. I know I'm going to. <laughs> so. And we are back. Church, give me a deception check as you try to sidle up to this group of, of uh, business people conducting business things in a business-like fashion. All right, fine. Wait, well, my a deception check. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 just gonna eavesdrop and eat canapes. Or are they aware of them that I'm eavesdropping? Yeah, yeah. The eavesdropping part's gonna be easy. Mm -hmm. It's more so the eating canapes and looking like you belong. Well, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's a good fairly, point. Yeah, um, uh, I am dressed like shit. All right, uh, deception. <laughs> Yeah. Eight. Eight. Um yeah, as you're <laughs> as you're eating your canapes, um, you catch a snippet of the conversation before okay. one of them notices you. Um the piece you catch is um well, I could get you maybe three units and and then you see her. Uh, her eyes heavily eyelinered, 
um, her face kind of like sternly pulled into what looks to be a disdainful kind of mocking smile. And her hair falls in like a single silky sheet over her shoulders with her bangs, like just as blunt hanging down low in the front, kind of grazing just like the top of her eyelashes. Um, she looks over at you and, and you notice that uh, the gentleman was like talking to her. And uh, she just says, yes, uh, just a moment, Frederick. Can I help you? Uh, at realizing this isn't going to work, uh, he'll walk over to the table, mm-hmm. uh, pick up her drink, sniff it, finish it, place it back down, and then leave <laughs> to go to the lower, the lower end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's almost like intrigued. And as you're like walking away, she's like, a moment. (sighs) He'll turn back around. Yep. Her eyes like kind of linger over you, like in an uncomfortable fashion. You look like the type of person who's up for. Uh, anything. I don't like that word. Just being honest. Are you looking to make some money? I'm actually looking for a glass dealer, but sure, money's fine. What do you want? Ah. Are you the glass head or do you work for one? Neither. Then why are you looking for glass? Why is that in your fucking business? Good answer. Sit down. Uh, <laughs> he'll walk over and uh, grab the collar of the man sat there and be like, fuck off for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he does. And um, as you sit down, uh, you notice as like um, the the woman like snaps her fingers for another uh, another drink that she's like heavily tattooed from like fingernail to elbow, and. Give me a give me a history check to see right. if you can glean anything from the tattoos. History. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, we're rolling so good today. Eight. Eight. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know exactly who she works for, but you know that those type of intricate and elaborate tattoos usually mean that you're part of one of the underworld clans. Okay. 
So, how much glass do you need? I don't need glass. How much glass do you want? I don't want glass. I want a glass dealer. Ah. Got it. She looks like a little disappointed at this. (laughs) Are you a cowboy? Fucking what? A cowboy. Is this going to be one of those things where, oh, my brother, you know, died using glass, and now I'm going to take down all the glass dealers in Rabina because it's tired. He'll lean forward and put his fingers together. Here's what I want. I want to find a glass dealer, and then I want to torture him until he gives me a bigger glass dealer. And then I want to torture that guy until I get a bigger glass dealer. And eventually I find the white fucking whale. Now, what I need with the white whale is none of your business. I just need to find the white whale. You going to help me find my white whale? This proverbial white whale of yours. I'm not exactly fond of them. So what you do with the white whale is of no particular concern to me. Mm -hmm. What happens to the glass is. Am I being clear enough for you? Sure, so yours. Okay. I think we can do business then. This white whale is difficult to get to. Mm-hmm. Very well placed. Mm-hmm. Lots of protection. Mm-hmm. They operate out of a hub south of town. I'm assuming you know the area. I think so. This white whale sells to my dealers at a rather large markup. So if that middleman were to be cut out, it would be lucrative for me. And if you do this without charging me a dime, it would be even more lucrative. And if you're caught and tortured, well, I don't think you have any ties to me. So this is a win-win-win for me, which makes me question what prevents you from coming after me after our deal is done. I don't even know who you are. No offense. Wow. You are a tourist. But that works in my favor. Okay. We can deal. All right. I'll give you the location by a carrier bird tonight. You get me the glass. 
Where do you want me to bring it? That'll be in the missive I send you. Perfect. All right, then. I look forward to your hopeful success. Is it done deal, love? <laughs> make a... I was going to yeah. say, make an intimidation check to see if, like, she buys it. Why wouldn't she buy it? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, intimidation? Uh, Another eight. That's, I think my dice are broken, guys. Just keep rolling an eight. <laughs> As you say this, Uh, you see her like kind of like chuckle to herself a little bit. What's so funny? How big do you think the glass trade is? Who cares? Big. It's massive, darling. And when anything is that massive, there's usually a lot of parties interested in making sure that trade continues going on without a hitch. What are you hoping to accomplish? I have a job to do. To take out the white whale, and you were foolish enough to accept payment for this? Is payment my head on a chopping block? Sure. Do I have a choice? Not really. So I'm guessing it is a dead family member that has inspired you to take on this foolhardy task. I work for the white whale's brother. Oh. You get it now? Oh. That's spicy. But that means if you... Judge is sniffing the drink of the man he vacated from the booth and drinking that as well. I see. Well, then, I'll leave you to it. It, do, don't you think your employer would be rather cross with you for murdering their sister? He'll bottom out the drink, put it down. He goes, fuck him. And then he gets up and just walks out the room. Yeah. She just kind of like, as you leave, you kind of like hear her musical laugh as she like clacks her nails on the table and like lights a hand rolled cigarette, like rather amused by the entire interaction. 
And uh, as you begin to descend the steps, you're met with a very, very familiar face. A burly half-orc with a brocade vest that barely contains him. The tusks filed down to try to create some semblance of, of uh, anything other than a jutting underbite. Um, his hair kind of like lacquered back into a uh, half-up, half-down bun. And you recognize this as gorgeous Mac. Oi, church, I've done told you you can't be making trouble in my bar. What the fuck wasn't on the list? Hey? You know why you're not on the list. I had to mug off Let me see your card. Uji mug. Let me see. Let me see your card. Hand it to him. Oh, no. I'm schmuck. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem for me. Sort that fucking doorman out. I'm gonna take care of him for myself. He won't be up for work tomorrow. Good security's hard to find. You better leave my doorman alone. Let me get Listen, you cheating again at the tables. I'm, I'm not cheating. I'm not here to cause no trouble. All right. No. I was on the top floor, not the bottom one. I told you, you don't go to the top floor. You're a bottom floor sort of. But the card was gold, so I thought, why not, eh? The drinks are shit up there anyway. We make them weak. You know, we walk them down. I can tell. Why are you here? Working. Oh, I told you. Can't work in my establishment. I'm not working here. I'm leaving. Then what? You just said you're working here. I'm working. In the area. I'm not working here, mate. Somebody I wouldn't work on your doorstep. If somebody is dead up there, church, I swear to fucking God. And on art, mate. No one's dead up there. I wouldn't do that to you. You've done it before! <laughs> and you see his, like, <laughs> jowls quaking. You're like, you're like Robert's bald head. I wouldn't do it to you again. <sighs> One and done. Two, three and done. Get the fuck out of here. All right. I'm fucking going. He goes to take the card back. <laughs> See what Gorgeous Mac, Mac actually gives it back to you. Yeah. He hands it back. And like kind of I'll, I'll hold on to this. Will I? Seeing as I'm not in the fucking list anymore. He laughs like a big laugh. <laughs> and like kind of like fondly rubs the top of your big bald head. Fuck off you mug. <laughs> Come on then. Have a shot with me. Now? Oh, are you busy? Nope. For you, Mac, I am never busy. Let's have a shot. Come on down, then. And you know the best bar in the joint is on the lower deck. Mm -hmm. He will follow him to the lower deck, the familiar lower deck. Down here, there are several people that know you. You get a, hey, 
this guy right here. As well as like, you know, a, a very drunk teeth. And it's like, oh, churchy. Hi. As you come down into what is probably the dregs of society that hang out on the lower decks. Mm-hmm. Mac goes and takes a very dusty, sacred bottle of his favorite mead from the top shelf, blows it, presents the label to you for inspection, and pours two double shots. That's a double. You wussing out on me? I'm not wussing out on you, but you're twice my fucking size. Fuck it. Since when is Church a single man? I'm working. Since when does Church work sober? Going soft. Rumors are spread like that. From who? Bollocks. From me. From you. <laughs> you like laugh. <laughs> Maybe I should give you another body. That's what you think of me. Cheers. Good. Cheers. Okay, he clinks man. his glass with your, and he throws <laughs> it back. <laughs> it burns on the way down but has a very pleasant honey-like aftertaste. That thing almost put hairs on my head. It'll be a cold day in hell before anything grows up there. And he like fondly kind of pats the top of your head again. You stop rubbing my fucking head. I'm not a gin. (laughs) (laughs) No, you ain't, but you make my wishes come true, Peach. (laughs) All right, I'm off. Otherwise, I'll be here all night. As you go up the stairs, you start to see double. Oh. Mm-hmm. And He's your well feet start to feel heavy. Okay. And you recall, this is the only drink this night that you haven't sniffed. Mm-hmm. And as you reach the top of the stairs to the main deck, the last thing you hear is your own head hollowly thudding against the very edge of the top stair. You'd be like, you're fucking jerk. And then just boom. Meanwhile, Weiss, what are we up to? (laughs) Um... Approaching the same building that church is in. <laughs> Only this time, uh, sh- before she gets there, uh, she finds a, she will attempt to find a, a rather hidden alley or some kind of something secluded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, will. Begin a transformation of sorts. Yeah. What do you transform into? So she finds herself hidden uh, 
in this alleyway. She there's like a, a snap of of like bone and and twist as like the fur that surrounds her body starts to fold downward into this tan skin uh and a a bit of it lasting on her face as it roils and turns and curls into that of a beard and she will shift into a familiar face of a or a human who had recently departed the company by escort of church. <laughs> uh, ah, okay. Quite the swarthy look to him. Uh, and he uh, will try to find a way into the, the building that church had called him to go to. Yeah. There's the main ramp. Give me a perception check to see what else you spot. 14. You also see that there is a ladder around the back of the riverboat just in case someone falls overboard. And then you notice a very thin metal wire that kind of is extra securing for the boat that goes from the very top of one of the masts to a building nearby. Sorry, <laughs> I think yeah, I so imagined like, differently. <laughs> yeah, there's like a few different ways that the riverboat is like anchored to this to this jetty. Um, there's a sort of like folded down ramp, which is what church approached through. Then around the okay. back, like kind of on the side of the boat near where like this massive rudder, there is a ladder that goes down into the water, into the moat. Um, and it's like just in case someone falls overboard. And then there is like a, like almost like, like silk thin sort of securing anchor that goes from one of the beams, like the top beams of the boat to like a roof nearby. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah and it's she'd just, probably it's make like, her it way serves down. as like an additional, like sort of like anchoring. Cause this boat very rarely actually like leaves the jetty. Yeah. Um, knowing her own physical paralysis. Well, uh, Weiss will not be taking the acrobatic route <laughs> and mm -hmm, instead fair. will try to approach through the uh, the like laddered entrance down below. This would involve getting into the water. Is that okay? Oh yeah. Her the current uh, way she looks seems like a man who would have no issue Trudging around in in water. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Definitely Fair enough. not. Definitely not the pressed fabrics of a long flowing dress and perfectly manicured fur that she mm -hmm. had looked like before. <laughs> yeah, getting into the water itself isn't difficult. You could walk like a few like you know blocks up, uh, kind of slip into the into this like man made canal. Uh, swim to the boat and then go up the ladder. Give me a stealth check to see how quietly you can boy. do it. Oh, boy. Ooh. 15. Yeah. 
you quietly cut through the water kind of like with this new humanoid form that you're in and you're able to quietly move up uh, the side of the boat. The ladder groans and creaks a little bit as it's made from like rusty metal and you probably your breath catches in your mouth for half a moment. But as you turn around and look, the two guards on the ramp have not noticed. As you reach... (laughs) As you reach the top of the ladder, however, you notice there are wait staff on the top deck. And with you being sopping wet as you are, they're sure to notice you. Hmm. All right. Um. Hmm. Could I use Presti to dry myself? Yeah, you could. Um, the and that would definitely help any type of any type of uh, blending in you were gonna do. But it would be rather difficult to like magically appear on the top deck without nobody like noticing you walk up. So there would that would be it would help. But there would you you would need to probably employ some other type of subterfuge to like explain why you're climbing in over the side of the deck. Yeah, um, I think Weiss would get this just this notion in her head, having been in similar situations before when accompanying Church, uh, <laughs> would probably try to get the attention of wait staff readily near the entrance but mm-hmm. away from where she's trying to crawl in by uh creating a sound of of clattering uh down the hall yeah go ahead and give me a deception check with advantage since you're creating like this this diversion for yourself <laughs> thank god <laughs> oh Pretty good, yeah. You create the sound of of shattering glass and instinctively all of the heads on the top deck turn to look at who the hot mess is who's drank way too much tonight, who's making a fool of themselves over there. And it gives you just a moment to leap over the side of the deck and onto the high roller deck. I should say over the side of the boat onto the high roller deck where church was just moments earlier. Oh, God. sure enough a waiter comes by seeing that like not sure where the noise came from as everyone instinctively looks sees nothing and then goes back to their business sure enough you see um a waiter offer you canapes as they continue walking by yeah uh he would nod his head and and take take it and just kind of wave them off And set about uh, trying to find her companion. <laughs> yeah. You set about looking for church. You definitely know he came to gorgeous Max because he told you that. Um, and a quick scan of the, of the top deck tells you he's not there. Meanwhile, in the market, uh, Ragnar Truffle. You're making your way through the crowded, busy stalls um, when you feel a pat 
on your shoulder, Ragnar. Uh, I guess I'll look over his shoulder back at who that was. Yeah. You see a very finely dressed uh, human in the same turquoise and red, but uh, with a high collar um, suit that kind of comes down into like billowing pantaloons. Um, he uh, has like, he has uh, several piercings, like his ears are laden on both sides with, with gold and, and rubies. And um, he, as he like pats you on the shoulder and you look around, he hands you his card and uh, says sort of like very silkily to you, um, sir, I uh, was made aware that you're uh, conducting a sting operation and I would like to let you know that the Trade Alliance is more than willing to cooperate in any way, shape, or form with any sort of investigation that your organization may have here. It is with warmest and sincerest regards that I would like to invite you to the Trade Alliance headquarters where we could speak further about this matter. Um... I guess he'll uh, he'll kind of nod in an agreement and uh, um, kind of ask when he's expecting. So, uh, when you when would you be expecting me there? Oh, I'd love to have you for dinner tonight if you were so willing. Well, I'll need to track down my companions before I do this. Tomorrow morning, then. All right. Uh, it's Perfect. a deal. See then. We would love to take a look at uh, any credentials you have, and then we're very forthcoming with our ledgers. We'd love to assist in your investigation in any way we can. That would prove very useful. We could use your help. Very well, sir. I'll expect you tomorrow then. All right, very well. And I'll kind of usher truffle a bit more <laughs> it just yeah. kind of uh, make sure he doesn't wander off anywhere once uh that trade alliance guy's out of sight <clears throat> truffle would look to ragnar and go are we detectives now <laughs> <laughs> well that's kind of the idea we're looking for someone mm. are you a detective um Somewhat, and uh, you know, oh. seeing as he's from the city watch, he, he likes to. I um, have a bit of experience in this. You have a badge. I I used to. Mm. I don't have a badge. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, what do we do now? Um. Well. We keep an eye out for Wise and um, possibly head over to where uh, Church was going. We'll kind of mm -hmm. just we'll, we'll kind of make our way out of the market towards uh, towards Church. Mm -hmm. As you're making your way out of the market, you come face to face with uh, Wise's valet, Philippe. Oh, who? <laughs> kind of looks surprised to see you all without Weiss. 
And it's like, oh, Mr. Steelbrow, looking for Wes? Have you, have you seen her? And I fed you, little uh, fungal, fungal arm. I have acquired what you asked. Uh, we were hoping you would be able to tell us. Oh, I have, I have no, I have no idea. Uh, you know, but I talked to the wait staff at the inn. They had a lead for me. Here you go. And Truffle, he hands you like a small, uh, almost made out of like thin gauze, bright red satchel with like a uh, sort of tie on the top. Uh, Truffle will peek inside. <laughs> he doesn't really know what this stuff is, but he figures he'll take a look. As you peek inside, you see a like three almost splinters of crystal. And as the bag opens and the slightest whiff comes out, you hear Fen start to go whoa, 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 tongue lolling wildly. Yeah, he'll he'll whoa, shut whoa. it. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's okay. Whoa, it's, whoa, okay. Whoa. it's okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. He goes to Ragnar and he's like, "I think this is." And he whispers, "Glass." Uh, Ragnar will probably take it and keep it away from, uh, keep it away from Truffle because you know it's the his pet's probably a liability if you keep it near him. Uh, well, thank you, and uh, I'm sure we can make use of this in some way. Uh, uh, so where's the why? last? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he'll ask Philippe. Hmm. Last time I saw her, uh, it was just outside of the window of the inn. She was. Uh, Headed towards the direction that uh, the bald-headed member of your party went, but uh, I don't know exactly. She uh, sometimes does not keep me abreast of things. He he asks fully, "Are you a detective too?" Oh, me? Yeah. Well, what do you mean, too? Who else is a detective? <laughs> you look at Ragnar. <laughs> Ragnar will be like just rubbing his face, just out of disgust at this point, just so frustrated <laughs> with this little mushroom man. <laughs> Ragnar's like, oh. it's not a good question to ask people. Oh, sorry. Okay. No glass, no detective. What else should I not say? <laughs> Subtlety is important around here. Right. And he's going to try to wink at you and just blinks twice. (laughs) (laughs) Just shake his head. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Philippe is like also kind of like just confused. Um, Yes. I think that. when one is undertaking an endeavor such as the one our party is undertaking, uh, one should try to obfuscate 
their uh, true motive. For, for example, when I looked for this uh, substance you requested, I did not simply go to the wait staff and say, excuse me, sir, can I have some drugs? Can I have some glass? No, no, no. You learn the, the lingo, right, Mr. Fungalorn? You uh, say, uh, oh, um, I am a wee bit stressed. Do you know where I could find a, uh, a book? And then Maybe. they understand, but you are not directly saying the thing, you know. I am a wee bit stressed. You know where I could find a poke. Oh, that this is very bad. This is not good <laughs> at all. Mm. Okay. Sometimes uh, people people say, uh, "Oh, you look like you know you need to purchase some spectacles." Spectacles. You know, Things with glass, you know, like you don't say window. that directly. Yes, you're looking for a window salesman. Ah, I get you. Mm, you have to, uh, you have to uh, hide what you are, what you are trying to purchase. Otherwise, if you say this to the wrong person, they have all the evidence they need, and you will be back in that little. Horrible, horrible town defending yourself. Shit town. Yeah. Oui, oui. But if you were to inquire about a window and you say this to the wrong person, you can always claim you were just looking for a window. Hmm? Mm, I understand. Let's look through the looking window. Or church. Huh? Maybe he's found a window. Or some stained glass. <laughs> Philippe nods and is like, very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like don't encourage him <laughs> uh, so getting on track um, uh, Truffle you need to be careful we now have something very illegal with us not Fen could be useful with Fen. Okay. Uh, talk about it some more. Uh, okay, lead the way. Uh, clutch Fen closely. <laughs> I guess I'll nod to Fleep and kind of say, uh, we'll head over towards uh, our last direction. And um, I guess they'll make their way towards it, but uh, while, they're on the, while they're on the walk over, um, mm mm-hmm. Uh, Ragnar looked at Truffle and think, uh, <laughs> just think because he's city watch, he's thinking K9 at this point. Um, 
You're like, do you think your new little friend could track this down in some way with the scent of what we have? Um, yeah, I just got him. So I don't I know. You might have some sort of connection with this. Sure. I, I mean, let me see. Uh, can I try another animal handling check to see if we're like, yeah, what level of um, direction is currently able to take? I mean, I think I mm-hmm. can like talk to animals and stuff theoretically with magic, but I don't know if I have that spell prepared today. Um, let's see. Animal. 18. Yeah, as you wave the crystals in front of Ben's face, uh, they stop barking. And instead, like, the eyes go wide, which they're like fuzzy chameleon eyes. So they're pretty, like, big and pointed and start bobbling in, like, different directions. And then you see all of the hair on his body kind of, like, go on edge as he begins to, like, use his tongue to, like, lop on the cobblestones and, like, kind of look around. I'm not getting him high, am I? Like, I, the, the intent is not to, like, <laughs> give him enough. Is, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a high, but he hasn't oh, consumed any. And it's okay, more okay. of, like, a, yeah, he's locked on at the scent. And the tongue begins, oh. like I said, lolling over the cobblestones as he, like, is picking up other traces and begins to jet off down the road. All right. Uh, Treffle will be like, he's on to something. Quick, after him. <laughs> it occurs to, to you half a second after he begins to dodge between people's legs, occasionally melding into the color of the stone and occasionally popping out in a bright color a few meters ahead. That it might have been wise to leash your pet Fuck. in this public space. Yes, true. <laughs> As now, he I do, eagerly, huh? How far ahead does he like? Can we keep pace with him, or is he like faster than us? Yeah, give me a acrobatics check, both of you, to see like how good you are at navigating this crowd to like keep up with him. Oh my god, my rolls today. <laughs> <laughs> that one's 20 yeah ragnar as you're trying to like push your way like through the crowd uh you have people like almost push you back like you know like hey what's the big deal buddy like you know kind of pushing you back and you get caught up like this as you see truffle which people kind of just think is like a little kid uh kind of duck past incredibly deftly kind of moving in the same path that fended uh, in between people's legs with like a surprising dexterity um, sliding in between like a large camel nearby that's carrying a cart behind it, tumbling underneath carefully. And you are able to actually be just a couple of feet right behind Fenn, who is still tearing ass forward with ludicrous speed. Great. Yeah, I stay on him. I guess uh, leaving Ragnar as- behind, like, what's he going to do? <laughs> Is there anything like, I could, like, climb over to get around all these people? Um, 
definitely there is like almost a canopy of market stalls like uh that like form above your heads as it's the only thing that keeps the oppressive heat off your shoulders you could try to climb onto one of these shop awnings or something like that um some of them are wood some of them are cloth uh it just kind of depends on the shop okay um yeah, I think Ragnar is going to try to get a, like above everything if he can. Just climb over it to try to close some distance. Yeah, give me an athletics check. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Nat 20. Yeah. Seeing that, like, it's sort of disentangling yourself from, like, this little scuffle after having slammed into someone, you're able to deftly climb one of the shops that sells uh, frozen ice in different flavors. And as you reach the top of it, you are able to clearly see Truffle in the distance as well as Fen. And as you're uh, watching this, you actually catch something else at the exact same time. Just a few meters, like I said, it's at the edge of the floating market and you're in like sort of the marketplace of the floating market alongside you. You see uh, the massive riverboat uh, not too far ahead and you see a small figure climbing up the side of it. Oh. Um. Which you recognize as an ex-company employee with an at 20. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Someone um, that church made disappear. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Well, then we're, um, well, I guess we're going to try to yeah, head that way and hopefully catch up to um, Truffle before uh, it gets too close so we can be careful. Does he see like a little mushroom cap like? <laughs> bobbling but the, mm-hmm. yeah through the crowd that's great like a guy Ritchie movie everything starts to converge at a precisely oh. the same moment and that'll oh, actually be it. where we call it Yay. <laughs> tonight's session thank you so much for coming and nice. playing D&D with me this was an absolute blast let's do some sign offs this way we're gonna this time we're gonna go the opposite direction so take it away stripping who are you what are you up to uh, this week I'm stripping this week. I'm playing Final Fantasy 16. That's it. That's my only plan. <laughs> Fair enough, Tim. I'm done. I'm, done. Uh, I'm Tim Mack. I pretty much play GTA roleplay. Uh, my cop has been throwing really hard right now, so we'll see where he goes. Another roleplay experience. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's what I do most of the time in the evenings. Fantastic. Momo. Uh yeah. Uh I um <laughs> I just kinda do uh anything that comes to mind. I will also be playing Final Fantasy and uh enjoying that a great deal. <laughs> uh I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> You're so I love you, Momo. I'm sorry. No, I love I love you. I love you. You're full Never of so change. much unbridled joy. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> ever change. Don't ever change. I would be so sad. Kraken. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kraken. Um yeah, after this actually within like an hour I'm about to play um the Dark Pictures Anthology Devil and Me uh, with my good friend Tomato, which I Wait, have you not done yet. Devil and Me yet? Nope, nope. We've been waiting. Oh, it's been like, God, enjoy that. Oh, enjoy that those games are so fun. Yeah, so the way we play them, uh, people are, they hate it. 
basically whenever there's a dialogue option, we just don't respond for the most part. So we just have awkward you let the stares timer run out. all characters. Yeah. yeah, we let the timer run out. And then sometimes the character's like, uh, all right, guess we'll go left. Like, it's like we're just not making a decision. And it's, yeah, it, it drives everyone insane. So we'll we'll be doing that if anyone's uh, looking to oh yell at their screen it's, in like an hour or so. It's very good. It's very fun. That's amazing. Um, I guess that leaves me. Hi, I'm that Browns girl. Um, I'm back to streaming this week. I uh, had to take uh, Monday and Tuesday off because I'm also a writer and I have writing deadlines. Um, but it's nice to get back into gaming this week. Um, yeah, you can uh, come check out my stream tomorrow. It's my birthday. I know, crazy. And uh, happy birthday! Totally... Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. It like birthday. snuck up on me this year. So this what what is 2023? It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I play video games. Um, I take the I, I, I take the, the best moments of them, and I also put them on YouTube and um, all that stuff. So that's what I'm up to this week. And um, yeah, that's me. When I play Dark Pictures Anthology, I also play with a friend. And what's funny is uh, she likes to kill all the annoying characters, mm, and yeah. I have to save everybody. So we usually do two playthroughs at minimum, where we yeah. save everyone, uh, and uh, she kills everyone that she hates, and then that's, that's the yeah. that's great. There was actually a show format that I I think we did for the first game when it first came out. Like was it Until Dawn? I forget what the original title yeah, was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where we did like a roulette and. Whichever character, basically each character you do roulette to see if they should live or die by the end. And then it was your job as like the director to try to do that to the best of your ability. Like keep the ones that should live, but kill the ones that should die. It's a really interesting way to play the game because it like totally changes the way that you, you see every decision. You're just constantly screwing up like over a specific character or letting them live. Um, I know. Yeah, I feel like it series. also takes like a certain level of like expertise too because there's times where like you think there's like a right decision and it's like, Oh yeah. no, that was wrong. And this person dies now. So, um, yeah, amazing. I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for your dark pictures. And play that. That so much fun. Huh! Oh, you gotta fun. play it. Like it. Yeah. You gotta play it. Are you good with QTEs? That's a beauty though. Like it doesn't matter if you're good or bad with QTEs. Cause uh, you know, <laughs> There's I an think outcome I'm for pretty good with cuties. They, they come around often. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? This is true. It's entertaining either way, but I feel like if you're like one of those people that has like a phobia of quick time events, then it's like oh, traumatizing yeah. to play that game. Oh, quick time events. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you think we said cuties? Cuties, yeah. <laughs> No. You have, do, you, do you have QTs come around often and you were like, yeah, I see QEs now and then. Like, <laughs> JP, take us out. Uh, stay tuned for the Pull the plug. Pull the plug. So stay tuned for the Patreon post show so you can we can discuss more about how many cuties come around Momo stream. Ha have a good one. We'll see you next time on Let's Call for <laughs>